so I sat in the living room with my dad one day and this documentary comes on TV. Neither of us feel like changing the channel so we end up watching this crazy story about this kid who gets bullied online. Granted, the story is slightly dated now, but basically what happens is this young boy, about 11 years old, is being stalked by this old man and this old man is threatening him and telling him awful things and this little kid almost wants to kill himself and by the end of the documentary, they catch him but basically it's trying to expose all the crazy things that can happen with the internet. I thought the story was the weirdest thing. I was like, why didn't he just turn off his phone or, you know, block him on the emails or something? I don't know. Granted, I went to boarding school. We didn't have cell phones and we had very limited online time. So bullying was basically all physical or psychological with the occasional notes or yelling down the hallways. But I didn't understand the story. Now that I'm older, I've watched cyberbullying grow into a terrible monster. And I've watched families being torn apart and I've seen kids being confused and I've done summer camps and it's crazy. So today I have to ask myself, how did it get so big? And why is it such a big problem? Also, noting that we're doing a lot more virtual schooling and a lot more time online, I feel this will become a bigger issue. So, I do what I always do, and I dug. And this is what I found. In all honesty, I haven't always understood online bullying. I didn't grow up with it. I grew up where people got bullied physically, where people got punched, not stuff. Not that it's good, but it just means that coming into this topic, there was a lot that I had to learn and a lot I had to dig up. Once I watched a few videos and watched a few movies, I was really torn by the things that I saw. Cyberbullying emerged extremely quickly and no one was really ready for it. Not the parents, not the education system, not even the legal system. It's so easy to bully someone online. There's unlimited access to resource and targets, and there's almost no policing. Well, granted, you can report someone or tell Facebook, this person's being mean to me, and they can get blocked, and that's really cool, and I think we should continue doing those things. However, a lot falls through the cracks. A lot of things is texting or getting people to move a certain way online so we can group bully someone. Just terrible, terrible things are happening. There's this anonymous component of the internet that emboldens people and makes them feel like I can target anyone and I can say anything. Now don't get me wrong, I'm not innocent in all of this. I've had my fair share of Twitter fights because I know no one will fight me back physically. But this is the problem. People aren't fighting back and so online bullying is getting out of hand. With virtual schooling being on the high and a large amount of people being stuck at home, Bullying is about to increase online, and I think we should look into it so we can do something about it. About it. Research shows cyberbullying has increased during stay-at-home orders. It's not only bullying, but shaming and exploitation. According to Light, L1GHT, an organization that monitors online harassment and hate speech, there has been a 70% increase in cyberbullying in just a matter of months. They also found a 40% increase in toxicity on online gaming platforms, a 900% increase in hate speech on Twitter directed at China and the Chinese, and a 200% increase in traffic to hate sites. This is terrible. It makes sense, though. The large amount of targets, the large amount of people online, and the large amount of stress. Bullying thrives in such arenas. Parents are stressed out because they have to teach their children at home and they're exhausted and they're not paying attention to what their kids are doing. So the kids get bored and with less supervision, 
they may be prone to cyberbullying. I think parents can be encouraged to establish guidelines and talk about stress and emotions and remind their children that rules still apply, urge them to connect with physical people who they're allowed to connect with, and encouraging openness is also good. But hold up, what about the rest of us, us grown folk? We get just as much harassment as other people. Firstly, I think you should report it where you can. Try and build a safe environment for yourself, addressing issues as they come up on your feed. I personally, once a year, block everyone who's negative. I block all the people who post negative things or who bully other people. Never give away personal information. And also, take time to Google yourself and see what's out there. Avoid strangers. And even if you think they're friends of friends, if you don't know someone personally, consider them a a stranger and treat them as such. We must always guard against mean, mean people. I don't like bullies personally. Not at all. Remember that lots of people right now have time on their hands and all they want to do is make other people's lives miserable. But don't let them. Resist putting too much personal information out there that could be used to harass or humiliate you. And by restricting people in this way, you limit the chance of you being attacked. As conventional wisdom dictates, don't feed the trolls. We can't just stand back and be happy about ourselves and happy about our lives. We have to get involved. I think sometimes it's the people who witness bullying and say nothing that are worse than the actual bullies because you could have made a difference and you chose not to. Whether it's out of fear or just a minor inconvenience in your life for you to get involved in a fight that doesn't seem to be yours. But it is our fight. It's all our fights. It's our chance to stand up and do something brave. We can stand up and stop online bullying. None of us, including me, ever do great things. We can do small things with great love, and together we can do something wonderful. Now that's not a quote from me, that's from Mother Teresa, and I think she's a pretty wonderful person. So go out and at least just talk about it. Talk about it so someone, who knows someone, who knows someone, can be protected from the dangers of online bullying. Thank you for listening, this has been CPA, Chanda Pays Attention, and make sure you watch her movie. A Brave Heart, the Lizzie Velasquez story. There's a really cool movie called Submit the Documentary, which analyzes the difference between physical bullying in schools and online bullying and the effects it has on children. The movie brings up the question, if you wouldn't accept certain behaviors in person, why should you accept them online? And I think this is really powerful. Educators all over the world should try and watch this film. And if you have time, you should watch it too. The movie is kind of traumatizing, but it brings up very, very important issues and really opens your eyes to a whole other world. Children are extremely vulnerable, and what we post online sets a huge precedent to how they will consider themselves and how they see themselves. Most of your identity is actually developed in your teenage years. Back to bullying. Again, I didn't understand it at first. But this is hardly now considered a new phenomenon. It's actually something that's been going on for a while now and needs to be addressed. One of the scariest stories that I came across was about this woman named Lizzie Velasquez. She's on YouTube and you can watch her and she's really, really cool. So one day she's on YouTube herself and she sees a link that says the world's ugliest woman. She doesn't know why she opens this link. She doesn't know why she clicks it. But once she clicks it, she's shocked because she sees herself on the video. 
And what's worse is the comments. All the comments were extremely brutal. She should kill herself. Why did her parents have her? They should have aborted her. This is the ugliest woman I've ever seen. Just toxic, toxic hate and thousands and thousands of views. What's really sad is Lizzie has a rare syndrome that prevents her from gaining weight, causing her to be extremely thin and permanently disfigured. What's amazing is her response to the story. Lizzie fought back these comments with videos of kindness and acceptance. And soon she got a TED talk and she has a great channel on YouTube now too. And she travels the world spreading kindness and informing people about the dangers of online harassment. She brings compassion and she fights hate with this compassion. And she's also been before Congress to lobby for anti-bullying legislation. She's part of the change. Her story is meant to inspire and empower us.